0: Hey everyone and welcome to the latest wrap-up live. This is the official Raptors Republic live post-game show and podcast where we recap, dissect, and we have some fun talking about the latest Raptors game you just finished watching. I'm your host, Sahal Abdi. I'm here with my co-host, Kian Haddad. And tonight, your Raptors defeated the Miami Heat 106-92, bringing the Raptors record. And yes, Raptors fans, you heard this right. I can finally say this to perfectly even at 38 wins and 38 losses on the NBA season. They are 12 and eight in their last 20 regular season games and a very impressive 26 and 14 um, at home in the Scotiabank Arena. Um, Keon, this was a homecoming for none other than the Grote, the greatest Raptor of all time, Kyle Lowry um we also if you haven't noticed here for our live watchers we do have zarar Siddiqui who did join us the one of the founding fathers of raptors republic one of the uh, uh albus dumbledores of raptors republic um he's of course going to join us on the kyle lowry you know reunion game of course we have to bring zarar for this one um what did you guys think i'll start with you zarar what did you think about watching the game watching kyle Lowry come back obviously a great storyline with that um, pretty low-scoring game for NBA standards, 106-92. Miami just struggled, struggled to score all night. Bunch of guys for them struggled, maybe save for Tyler Harrow. Uh, what did you think overall about the game? What did you like? Anything you wanted to
1: point out? Well, it wasn't a great uh, homecoming for Kyle Lowry. that. that much. Yeah. Uh, when the Heat made that run at the end there, when they got it down to 10 with like a minute 30 left, I think, and they had four shots, to cut it down to seven, and they missed five, like four wide open threes, uh, and the last of those threes was Lowry. So I, I for sure thought when he, when the ball went over to him, I thought this guy's gonna hit this one for sure. Like he's he's had a terrible game, turnovers, trying to force things, missing layups, all that stuff. It was like the bad Lowry. Remember when when, when people used to get upset at Lowry sometimes? This was yeah. that Lowry we saw tonight, and you kind of saw like why he's coming off the bench for the Heat. Uh, <clears throat> but you know all that notwithstanding, the Raptors look great. Uh, honestly, There was one of the, one of the best games that I've seen them play like aggressive, uh, attacking the rim, committed to the defensive rebounds. I don't know what the defensive rebounding numbers were, but they, they looked like it were, they were, they, they were not conceding too many offensive rebounds. Uh, you know, just like a, a lot of deflections, which I know Nick nurse loves uh, even like late in the game. Uh, I think Doughton had a pretty, pretty nice deflection there after Miami uh, got the offensive rebound. So just an all-out effort by the Raptors, and this is the Raptors team that I think a lot of people feel can make, you know, you know, a respectable playoff push. I'm not going to say they're going to win a series, but can make a respectable playoff push. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great, and uh, you know, like I, I have nothing really, uh, you know, like, like negative to say about the Raptors with this game.
0: Yeah, Keon, the Raptors are on a three-game winning streak um, after the disastrous loss from. Uh, we all remember that Indiana game, Andrew Nembhard. Another homecoming, funny enough. Uh, this this kid, though, is from Aurora, Ontario. Um, but since then, like I said, the Raptors have won three straight. Uh, Detroit, um, somebody in between, and, and Miami. Who am I forgetting? There's a Washington. team. Washington, the Wizards, the most boring team in the NBA. Um, Keon, what did you think? So so far, the Raptors brought momentum into this game. They The Miami Heat did not have Jimmy Butler in this game. Which um, I mean, obviously, accentuated the the fact that they cannot score the ball. Even uh, really with Jimmy Butler, they could they struggled to score the ball this season. Uh, this just looked much worse. A team in the NBA in the year twenty twenty three uh, scoring ninety two points is an abomination. Um, what yeah. did you think about Miami the way they played, and and of course the way Toronto played as well?
2: Well, at first, it looked a little bit shaky. Um, they were down like something like fourteen to ten point upset to start. They started zero for nine from three, um, but they kept with it. And their game isn't centered around the three point ball. And after they started to realize that, they started attacking the paint more. They kind of felt like, kind of felt like the Raptors really took control of this one, especially at halftime. There was a, a huge run out of the halftime break. But man, Miami just cannot score the basketball. Not at all, really. It was a struggle. They they had to go to Duncan Robinson at, at, at late in this game, and he was kind of giving them a little bit of a spark. Uh, they, they don't scratch ninety five or hundred. It, it, it's tough for them. And I will say this: it's it's kind of. I don't want to say anything, but it's looking like the Heat might be the opponent for the Raptors in a possible playing game. And if we get anything like that tonight. Then, then I'm pretty excited the Raptors might be getting the 7th seed, which I think is a huge difference playing the Celtics compared to the Bucks. But uh, this showed a lot, especially with the Raptors' uh, ability to compete with the Heat. We knew it was going to be low scoring. We knew it was going to be scrappy. But they, they just outworked the Heat, and then they just played better all around. Ananobi was great. Scottie was, was really, really great tonight. Just career-high uh, 12 assists tonight, and that's just huge. We need him at his just at his potential. If the Raptors want to make any noise in the playoffs, so they can make it there. Uh, so so that's very encouraging. Pascal is very encouraging. Just a good
0: all around team win. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Scotty Barnes, particularly, especially in the first half, I think he had his best half of the season, and then just coupled it off with the second half that was great as well. I didn't um, he didn't really put a foot wrong that I thought in the second half. Um, a great overall game. He's obviously a plus fourteen. Um, in this game, twenty two points, twelve assists, seven rebounds, ten for sixteen from the field. Finally, we see, um, you know, a hyper efficient game from Scotty Barnes, which is great to see his confidence look like it was there. And this is, I think, a very important thing for the Raptors because all season long, you've been giving those developmental reps and sometimes sacrificing um, some really good, effective offensive possessions to give guys like Precious Achua and Scotty Barnes those offensive reps those developmental reps that we've talked about all season long. And now we're starting to see as the season wanes on, Scotty Barnes is finally coming into his own and he's gathering momentum for, um, a a possible playoff push that the Raptors want to make. Now, of course we can't get ahead of ourselves, right? The Raptors season thus far has been an absolute roller coaster. It's been up, down, up, down, up, down, win streak, losing streak, Um, win one, lose one. We've seen everything, right? We've seen them lose to some of the worst teams in the league. We've seen them beat some of the best teams in the league. Um, In Denver, just I think a week and a half, two weeks ago. So this team has been everywhere, right? And I think it goes back to what I said a couple shows ago about the Toronto Raptors being the epitome of an average NBA team. We've seen everything across the board, every single result possible for this team. And I think it's very important that as – Um, the season comes to an end, you have a team in Miami that's just right there with you. Miami has 40 wins and 36 losses on the season, right? The Raptors are at 38 wins, right? And now you have four games, I believe four games remaining, if my math is correct. Um, Is it four games or six games remaining? Uh, Six. Six Six. games remaining um, on the NBA season. Uh, and this is the teams. These are the teams you got to beat. You beat the Wizards, who are right there with you. You beat Miami, who was right there with you. You beat a team that you had to beat in the Detroit Pistons, who, let's face it, guys, watching the Raptors the last three, four years with Dwayne Casey at the helm of the Pistons, you can't really go into that game saying, "Hey, the Raptors are guaranteed to win here." Um, so you now you're on a three-game winning streak, and I feel like you've 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 gathered the momentum, and now the the real stretch run begins. Because the next game's Philly, right? And you got Philly, I think, on Friday night. So the Raptors have two full days of, of rest. So you use this game kind of as a springboard, go into Philly, and that's where you really make a statement game. But just going back into this game, guys, Scotty Barnes, we talked about it. If this wasn't his best game this season, I'd be I'd struggle, honestly, to find another one. O.G. Ananobi with a fantastic game as well. Um, he led the Raptors plus 17 in the plus-minus department, 22 points three rebounds, five assists. Uh an, an efficient night from him and then Pascal Siakam. I mean, that's that's uh th- that's the Pascal we've really seen all season save for maybe three weeks, four weeks of 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 the, la- the the last three four weeks that we've seen of Pascal, but now we're starting to see him heat up a little more, which is great. Um between those three guys, uh Zarrar, and considering all the circumstances heading into this game, you know Jimmy Butler like I said wasn't going to be there. Who were you most impressed with between those three guys?
1: I mean, I thought, uh, you know, like those those are the obvious ones. But I thought Precious hitting two big threes in the fourth quarter to kind of bail out possession threes. When Miami was making that run, I thought those were big, big shots. And it was funny because I was watching this game on uh, this game was on U.S. uh, national TV uh, on, on TNT uh so you know nick nurse was interviewed i think uh before uh, you know between the third and fourth quarter break and he actually (laughs) you know when those interviews end usually the coach just wants to get the hell out of there like they're they're like okay it's like a pop you know like oh yeah okay see you later and nick nurse actually stuck around longer than the interviewer wanted him to stick around (laughs) only so he could say i really hope you make a couple of couple of threes in the fourth quarter and yeah. lo and behold, like, that was a little shtick in the fourth quarter with the TNT commentators because Pressures made those two threes. And <laughs> sorry, and, and and I thought uh, held held the 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 uh, you know the heat at bay. But that schedule that you alluded to there in your preamble, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a tough one. <laughs> sorry, I got a bit of a cough. Uh, Boston twice. You got Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You got Philly. And you have Charlotte, I think, twice in there. And, and, and let me say this about Charlotte. They beat the, the Mavericks
0: twice. They beat the Mavericks twice, and they have the best defensive rating in the NBA since All-Star Weekend. So that's, that's that, not that that's true? not a game that, you know, I'm going in going, yeah, you know, two guaranteed wins. This no. isn't the same Raptors team, right, as,
1: as previous season. So, no, yeah, for sure. So this little precarious, like I'm looking at the standings right now, we're like a game and a half up on Chicago. Uh, I I guess I guess Washington's sort of out of it now. It's it's between really, it's just jostling for position between seven to ten. So the Raptors are going to make the play, and let's be let's be serious here. Uh, It's it's a question of positioning, but you can see the Raptors losing a majority of the games down the stretch here. Uh, So you know I wouldn't be shocked uh, for for us to kind of slide down the standings even below Atlanta if uh, if things go south. Yeah,
0: Keon, you. I'm going to ask you, uh, Zarar. I'm going to ask you, sorry, the same question I asked Zarrar. Um, out of those three guys we mentioned, Scotty Barnes, OG, Pascal, and is there really anyone else that you want to mention from this game that you were super impressed with? You could even say Precious as well because I know Precious, He, I mean, just last week he was a, he was a DNP for a couple games. So um, this is a big bounce-back game for him as well.
2: No, I, I was, again, super impressed with Scotty. I feel like the, he, mm-hmm. he's showing the flashes of potential that just got us so excited last season and at times this season that that made people think that that we shouldn't trade this guy for Kevin Durant like th- these are the things that we see when he's on the basketball court just his vision for the game his energy all all like piled with his talent and skill super athletic just just he can do he can do it all and like throughout the season throughout the season we've always there's been criticisms of him he started off a little bit of a sophomore slump, but just, just seeing these flashes and, and these big games, and, and you know he'll always be there when it when it matters because like we've seen it all season in the fourth quarter. He's always showed up. He's always put a little extra in that, and now that these games are really starting to matter and really starting to come down to the wire, he's putting on a show on national TV uh, in, in the U.S. no matter the less, 22 and 12. That's a career-high assist, as I said before. I was super impressed, and he was kind of guarding guarding today. I know Sarar is not a fan of his defense, but he was guarding much better today than we've seen all season.
1: Uh, You know, I'll offer a slight, slight criticism of uh, Scotty Barnes, okay, because you guys are way too positive. Uh, (laughs) He tends to take the shots. He tends to take some early threes, I find, in transition, and Mm -hmm. he's not a great three-point shooter, so he can be baited into some poor shots. And he did that in the first half a couple times, and uh, you know, so like, and he had a great game, obviously. But I'd say if there's one room for improvement, it's to be a little bit more cognizant of uh, his shot selection, especially on the on the break. Now, I will argue against my own point and say, when he did take them, there were usually rebounders under the rim. So if you are going to take a quick shot, and you got a couple of your bigs underneath there, maybe it's not as bad of a shot. But but he can be baited there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm with you. Um, so I think that just comes with. I think one thing that Scotty, it's 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 like he kind of struggles with sometimes, especially. It's, it, I don't think the game ever moves too fast for him. I think he's very very smart. When you watch Scotty, it's just sometimes you just think like he's all of the little movements he makes, um, whether it's in a post up in transition, um, his his ability to just know where every single player is on the court. Um, the little quick twitch passing he does, he has these inherent basketball skills that you cannot take away from him, these attributes where you go, this guy, this kid is born to play basketball, but um, he's still extremely young. Like the kid only played one year in college, played in Florida State, just a single year in the NBA. He did win rookie of the year, right? And whenever you win rookie of the year, the expectations are incredibly high. Came into this year, it's been a little up and down, Right, I think more good than bad for for Scotty Barnes, but I think it's been a little bit up and down. Some things that we've pointed out on this show, particularly his effort has been up and down. Um, defensively, he's been up and down, and unfortunately, defensively, it's been more down than up. But again, offensively, it looks like he's making strides, and I think that's the thing you kind of want to take um, into the postseason, right, or into the plan, whichever one it is. Just a quick update the Atlanta Hawks just uh, defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers one twenty to one eighteen. That one went down to the wire.
1: Yeah, um, Donovan <laughs> Mitchell forty four points. Unfortunate, uh, forty four uh, points, open... but missed uh, the game winning three. The game exactly. winning threes. two game winning Two game winning threes. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Uh, Cleveland yeah, can't even uh, get that done. Yeah, for the it, Raptors. You know, so how with, with Scotty, it, it, it's it's funny yeah. because like we, it, you know, the criticisms that are offered of his season this year, um, you know, Scotty's not the like he's not the type of rookie, like a like a like a guard who can just like who will just dominate the ball and even be great on a bad team. He is still a pretty team-oriented player. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like so so if you have a team that's like struggling or like having a bad season, you can still find some guys who can still have great seasons because they 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 prioritize their own offense uh, a lot, and you you'll see him like you, you'll see them have a great season even though the team's bad. Scotty's not the type of guy who can have that sort of a season. His success is still a function of how good the team is. So if the team's not pay, uh, playing well, Scotty's not going to be playing well. I don't think he can have he can independently have a great season while the rest of the team is kind of finding its way because he's so team-oriented. Like, that's his personality mm-hmm. or that's the way he approaches the game. So you know his struggles this year, defensively, for sure, like he had a stretch there where he just wasn't paying a lot of pretension, But overall, I think this is standard fare for a for a sophomore season for for for, an, for, for a rookie. Uh, for, yeah. for a second year player. For a second year
0: player, definitely. And I think that, that's what we have to go back on for Scotty Barnes. And I think I'm gonna say it again, the most positive thing you can take from Scotty, OG, Pascal, who's starting to heat up is that the Raptors are picking the right time um, to 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 heat up on a player to player level, right? I was really worried. I'm not gonna lie to you, Keon and, and Zarar. I was really worried about Pascal Siakam um these this last month or so because I felt like we were seeing that that fatigue start to set in. Pascal Siakam did a whole lot of carrying from October all the way to the really the end of the winter. Mm. Right? Did a whole lot of carrying. Mm. I mean, if you ask me, if you mm. ask me, Zarar, was there any raptor fatigue um, in the first half I mean, of the season? I
1: don't buy this fatigue argument. Yeah, I mean, I mean what, say, do you, what do you, fat, fatigue is, you know, I think, who was the other guy, I don't know, some NBA player went on, I saw it on a little interview, like, fatigue is for the uh, the, the the guy who works the sobies night shift, <laughs> stacking the shelves yeah. between 11 p.m. to 8 a.m., that's fatigue, <laughs> you playing two games back to back, and, you know, and traveling first class in a private jet and all that is not fatigue to I me. Mean, yeah, I, I get that they get exhausted. If we're talking about but NBA standards, those are our Fred Van Vliet,
0: oh, middle sh- of the season shooting damn near sub-35% from the field. OG Ananobi was not shooting well in the first half of the season. Um, Scotty Barnes wasn't shooting well. Gary Trent Jr. wasn't to his standards, why is, right? Why, is, why do you think that's fatigue? <clears throat> no, I'm saying because of those things, Pascal Siakam had to take a larger role offensively. Right, than I think that he was even expected mm. to take early on mm. in the season. Um, nobody would have went into the season. I didn't go into the season. Or I, ex- I said this on multiple shows. This is probably the worst take I've had um, in ever. Maybe I thought the Raptors were going to have fifty wins this season, right? Like I thought they were going to build off of last season, um, and they didn't. And I thought certain guys were going to take a leap. And I thought we may see the first ever. Like I was tricking myself into thinking we may see the first ever. Um, you know, close to an all-star season for Gary Trent Jr., we might see a mm-hmm. massive leap from him. Um, Fred Van Vliet's gonna be damn near all-star level. Pascal Siakam's gonna be all NBA.
1: And it all oh. fell apart. I'm I'm sorry, your, are, are, are I'm sorry your I'm sorry your your <laughs> fantasies did not come true. Yeah. Uh the the the, the fact <laughs> of life met your fantasies. That's all that yeah, happened there. It's damn. unfortunate.
0: It's okay. unfortunate. But the one thing looking back on this season, and the season's not over yet, that I can say is that Pascal Siakam I think kept his bargain this season. He kept his part of the bargain, um, and like I said, it's it's important for all those guys to go and hot. But the season's not over, Zarrar. Like you said, Boston's coming up, Milwaukee's coming up, a, 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 a surprisingly strong defensive team. All of a sudden, in, in the Charlotte Hornets is coming up. So um, the Raptors have a lot to work on. We'll see. We'll really see how this goes because. Um,
1: NBA wide, the Raptors are not known as as the an offensive okay. juggernaut. Okay, set, let's right? let, let, let let's put our so Sahal, so you know, you know, your your fifty five win fantasy did not work out. 50, do fifty, fifty. Well, don't 50, don't 50, yeah. don't put some sauce on it, Zara. Sure, sure. You know, I yeah. I, I was I, I had a strong forty six at the start of the season, and I okay. think I'm going to probably nail that. Maybe who knows? Maybe if you get if if we uh, if we do You're well. Not but, but let's <laughs> okay. Now we're it is what it is. We're here now. Uh, let's say. You know, whatever the season ends, we match up against. I don't know. Like, what's like if you look at the standings? If the if the playoffs, you know, depending on how the play-in goes, let's say we face the Celtics, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? What are you thinking in a in in a in a Raptors versus Celtics rematch? Like, what's your what's your spidey senses telling you now? Let's start with Kian. Kian, where will you go first on that?
2: Uh, Celtics and five, pretty easily. I think they've always. Matched up well against us, played well against them. We're talking about the rematch. The last time we played them, it went to seven. But real fans know that it should not have went seven. Uh, a lot a lot went right for us
0: that series. So <laughs> Celtics right, and five. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I, I would probably say um, Celtics and five is, is probably where I'm leaning because I think the Raptors would steal one somewhere and it'd likely be at home. Celtics just have an off night or something like that but um
1: I wouldn't be surprised if it was Celtics before I'll tell you that much mm. yeah, so so what are we like what's our best case scenario for the season like what what is the ideal outcome for us like what what makes us happy at the end of the year so if you're saying we're not going to beat the Celtics I'm guessing you also think we're not going to beat a Milwaukee unless you think we can no,
0: no, we're gonna get destroyed. I think by both teams. Okay,
1: so so we gotta we got an option one is losing five, and option two is get destroyed. Okay, mm-hmm. option so three,
2: option yeah. three is Philly gets the two seed, and we four six.
1: And we four oh Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen.
2: <laughs> it was it was a chance for a little bit there, but they fall fallen a little bit.
1: Okay, so what what's our uh, Sahal? What's our ideal outcome for the season? What's the best the Raptors can do? if they make the postseason?
0: Um, I'm glad you said if they made the postseason because they're they're in too deep now. There's no backing out of this whole play-in um, path that they're on right now at the, at the minimum. We're, we're um, talking
1: best-case scenario for the season.
0: Best-case scenario, I mean, you got to hope that they, if they're in the play-in, they win that, right? You get into the playoffs, You you probably limp into the playoffs because I don't know if the Raptors are really drastically better than the Hawks or the Bulls or the Heat. I know they just beat the Heat, beat them com- comfortably. But again, the Heat are missing their best player by far on that team in Jimmy Butler. Um I think you win, you, you get you get through the play in, you go up against one of the juggernauts in Milwaukee or the Celtics. And I think the best absolute best possible scenario is is, is 6 games for either for either team. This is a yeah. 6 game series. I think that's the best I think you just have to look competitive i think that's the that's the that's the main thing i'd be looking for on a personal note if you go into the playoffs and you get wiped clean four games yeah then you're gonna start hearing chatter and you're gonna start hearing things about nick nurse and this the bench needs to change and maybe we need to get rid of this guy on the starting starting lineup and that guy and that guy so i just want them to look competitive because if they look competitive versus one of the best teams in the league all the I, uh I, I, is I that agree. a bad thing though what is it a bad thing if they get clean sweep and we
2: decide we have to make some changes? Oh, we got a tank guy here. I'm Keanu's just saying. that's can't no is no, 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 no 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 no.
0: But but maybe maybe because what, what's the ceiling of this team the next two years? Um, I think things are going to change regardless. I think if you lose yeah. in six and you look competitive, I think something's going to change. And I'm not saying that Nick Nurse is going to get fired. I'm not saying OG Ananobi is going to get traded or Gary. I'm something's going to change. I doubt they go. Back into the next season with the absolute same exact team. There's just I don't see that happening. I think the only okay. givens that we can say for sure, zarar and Keon going into the offseason is Jakob is likely getting re signed.
1: Yeah.
0: Um beyond that, you would think that Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster want to resign Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Beyond that, I don't know. I don't know what's what's OG Ananobi's future is. I don't know what Nick Nurse's future is if they flame out of the playoffs. I don't know.
1: I see, I'm with I'm with Minhas here. That was my goal at the start of the year. I, I thought I thought progress this year meant we go one step further than last year. And yeah. last yeah. year was losing six games. So this year I was hoping that we we maybe we sneak out a, a playoff win. Uh, but yeah. it doesn't really look like that's on the cards unless you're super optimistic. So to me, progress is to, I think you you said you said it is to be extremely competitive in every game. I thought, even though we took Philly to six games last year, you know, as as Keon said, real fans know we were down three nothing in that series, and You're then they out, you know, and then, and then in Game Six we got just dusted, right? It, 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 even though we went to six, it was not a great six. Uh, yes. So this year, I think we we just have to, even if we just go six, we got to be like super competitive. And the team that beats us still talks about us even in the second round type six. So I think that's what, what the season is about. I, I, I thought the franchise sort of changed direction midway through the season with the Purdue signing. So I think uh, th- th- this season was a pivot in a different direction and you have to look at it that way. I think th- there's something that comes mm-hmm. out of this season. It's the realization that, you know, the six nine thing, good try. Maybe go back to some more traditional basketball uh, and kind of reorient yourself next year and, and deal with your free agents. So t- to me, this season was always a development season, uh, but there's there's an element of like sort of saving some face at the end of the season by having a competitive uh, uh, playoff push. I will right. say
2: this too, real quick. I feel like we can see progress in the first round in a, in a five or six game series if we just see individual improvements from players. For example, if we play Boston and Pascal since Kawhi's left has struggled in the playoffs that's that's well known if he if he comes back against the celtics and has a similar series to the first time he played the celtics then that's something that's concerning but if he can improve and, and really uh, uh be the number one for our team in the playoffs and we can be competitive with him then i feel like that that could be a six a somewhat of a successful season and, and progress because that gives you something to build on
1: yeah yeah and i, I I'll, uh, I'll add so to it, that point man one, one more thing i'll add to that is that historically, if we play the Celtics, that is, historically, the Raptors and particularly Fred Van vleet have struggled against the Celtics, especially when yes. they put Jason Tatum on him. The, the length really bothers him. It would be interesting to, to see what Nurse's response is uh, on how he deals with Tatum and Fred Van vleet and how he maneuvers his roster so that, th- that he gets the most out of his roster against a Celtic team that really doesn't really uh, hide or tries to kind of fool you into, you know, or tricking you into thinking what they're doing, what they do is pretty obvious. They put yeah. put size on our wings. They force us to make passes that we, we, we have difficulty making. They're aggressive with Siakam through smart. It's the same old playbook that, that they've done for the last three years. It would be interesting to see what does nurse do for, you know, Again, against is it the same old thing? He'll try again and fail again, or does he have something up his sleeve that maybe he can counter uh, the Celtics? With? I think that that would be uh, something interesting to watch. in if we make the postseason,
0: yeah, absolutely. And I think <clears throat> uh, Keon made a really good point. You, you're looking for the individual things as well, and I think beyond Pascal Siakam, you want to see um, you know something from. I think this. I mean, if the if the front office was even thinking about moving OG. Um, at the trade deadline, this playoffs might be OG's opportunity to go. You know what? Like, I'm here to stay, and when the time comes, I'm I'm ready for that money, right? Like, I'm I'm fully um, invested into this team, and I can pr- I prove that I can play in the playoffs because I feel like OG's the one player on this team where he gets saddled with all these weird injuries at the worst times throughout the season. He's missed playoff games. He missed that playoff run when the Raptors went on the championship run um OG has a lot to prove each of these guys have a lot to prove Fred Van Vliet is in a contract year if he flames out this is it I mean this is most Raptors fans are going to go you know what like you had a down season um you've you flit you you got really hot in the last two months of the season we loved you for that but to be quite honest Fred playoffs didn't look great and then you look at Scotty as well Scotty's like the one beaming light he's like the one guy where it's almost sacrilege as a raptors fan to go well, we should get rid of that guy. Nobody says that about Scotty Barnes, right? right? Like nobody says that. So, um Scotty Barnes is the one guy where you go, okay, if he has a great playoff performance, this is something we can truly truly build on, right? You don't want to just see great regular season performances and then Scotty Barnes goes missing in the playoffs. So, I think each of these guys have a lot to prove, Gary Trent Jr. as well. Um and then the bench, right? I mean, I'm not expecting much from the bench. I rarely expect much from them in the the regular season, but um, you're you're 100% right, Keon. From an individual standpoint, all of these guys have something to prove 100%. Uh, We're going to do a quick um, ad read for one of our best sponsors and partners on the show, Manscaped. Um, And you guys can join the 2 million men worldwide, including myself and Zarar, and not Keon, who still hasn't received his Manscaped (laughs) shipment. And I don't know why Um, you can use the right tools for the job because when it comes to uh, those things, those two things down there, you can share with Orin, you You do not want to take any chances. Also, if you're skin sensitive, like, like myself, you uh, Manscaped has skincare products now all infused with natural ingredients, go to manscaped.com, check out um, their new lawnmower 4.0. Great. Um, I use their body scrubber, like the, 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 the thing where you put them, you know, when you take a shower and it's really cool. You guys should check it out. I don't know the exact name for it. I probably should sure. trimming
1: a hedge. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, but no matter what you purchase, whether it's $10, $50 or more, you can receive free shipping only with our shows, promo code wrap up. That's R-A-P-U-P wrap up R-A-P-U-P for 20% off and free shipping nationwide on your entire order. Visit manscaped.com. And use the code wrap up to receive 20% off and free shipping.
2: No right. more passionate than Sahal about man. Yeah.
0: I mean, I cut it down like 80% because uh, <laughs> certain people
1: on this show didn't like my two-minute ad reads. <laughs> Is this true? Is it true? Oren started the trade Scotty for KD Bandwagon? Uh,
0: I don't know. If you go back to the shows, me and Oren were, were, were like fully on the go get KD no matter what. But, um, or no matter what. Oren was, Oren was really behind it. I mean, um, I was too, there's a lot of people behind it. I know people in, in like Toronto media that were like all over that, but they just couldn't say it, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which just sucks for them. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't,
1: I don't really want to go back to that, Zara. That's oh, yeah, just. I'm just some guy wrote it on the chat, so I just thought maybe it, it's true. All right. Yeah, okay.
0: just knowing we had a chance to get one of the best players on the planet just really hurts my feelings. But
1: um, hey, what, what, what do you So, I, I, what do you think of Hertel's uh, uh, defensive work today?
0: I, yeah, I, I actually I wanted, to, I wanted to mention that because Bam's really, really struggled tonight. Bam had a bio. I mean. I'm not saying he's a world beater offensively by any stretch of the imagination, but he went 7 for 18. He made his last two shots in this game. So 21 points. Yeah, you can look at the the box score and go, well, Bam had 21 points and 12 rebounds. That's a pretty good game. Well, he also shot under 40%, right? Like, that's not that great for Bam. So um, Jakob Pertl, for me, has just been a constant. Since since the All-Star break, since the trade deadline, he's proved that he is a guy that needs to come back no matter what for this team. And they plugged that hole, and it sucks, Zorar, that we're going into another offseason with the same, we need backup PG, we need a backup PG need, which sucks. Um, we thought Will Barton was going to kind of fill that gap since the buyout deadline. He hasn't. The Raptors have pivoted back to Malachi Flynn, pivoted to Jeff Down Jr., who has been playing really well. Got to give Jeff Down some credit. I like him. Um, I, I, like I like him over
1: Barton any day.
0: Yeah, I like him a lot. So... Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Yaka so, Purdle's just doing Yaka Purl things. I don't know what else to
1: say. He's probably been the most consistent Raptor since, since he joined them. You know, like Ad- Adebayo does not have an, you know, he doesn't really stretch the floor. So no. he, when, when, when we, if we play Miami and it's Purtle versus Adebayo, he, you know, Bam operates in an area offensively where Purtle is relatively comfortable defending, he doesn't really take him out, take him too far out at the three-point line, where uh, where he has to sort of uh, kind of move his feet as well. Purtle did really well, keep putting his not jumping, not picking up too many fouls, despite trying to be tempted with pump fakes. Uh, I think I don't think he, I think he did well to not jump. Generally speaking, today, both feet on the ground, hands up, uh, like like you know, just smart interior movement with his feet especially when Miami was driving with the ball and, and got into the lane it's very tempting at that point to try to swat the ball or try to like make a like a, make a highlight play i thought he held his position really well and he did well in like in keeping two things in mind one that he's guarding bam at the second he's also providing help and in those 50-50 situations where you got to figure out which way you're going to go i thought he made the right calls tonight and if Miami is the, is the team we we face in the play in and the Bam-Portle uh, matchup uh, happens, I think Raptor fans have something, you know, they should feel positive about that matchup.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially because Bam's not your your Carl Anthony Towns, Or even beyond that, once, I mean, hypothetically, if the Raptors do get past the Miami Heat and you go up against a Brook Lopez who can really stretch the floor, yeah. Jakob Portle doesn't have to guard Brook Lopez all the way, or he does have to guard Brook Lopez all the way out there. <laughs> doesn't have to do that for Bam, right? So, um, uh,
1: Yeah. I didn't say this, by the way. Bam is be- – nobody's arguing who's better. Bam is a, a, a yeah. better <laughs> yeah. player. Yeah. Nobody's saying otherwise.
0: That.
1: I'm just yeah. saying that defensively, he played him really well today, and I think he can mm-hmm. do so in a, in a play-in situation too.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um,
1: I'm i to I'll to think- this.
2: I want to add this. Uh, yeah. A reason I'm excited for this game Friday is because I- I'm excited to see how we play Embiid because throughout the years, it's always changed kind of with how the Raptors play and bead like they'll flash a lot of people like when, when we had Marcus Saul it was a lot of let him go one-on-one and then flash help when he turns his back. And then last year in the playoffs it was a lot of just like he, he was pretty dominant out there against us and, and in those in that those two games that the Raptors won they kind of slowed him down a little bit. But overall, in the in the grand scheme of things, MVP I mean, I mean, really wait—they slowed
0: him down at the expense of Tyrese Maxey torching us, which sucks. <laughs> no, no, I, obviously, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: they tried. Yeah. But in those two games <laughs> they won, I, I would say they, the the uh, the Raptors, the two games they won, I, I thought they played solid defense on them. They were, they were kind mm-hmm. of, it was after uh, Nick Nurse was complaining about their uh, officiating, and then we got every call, and, and they didn't call anything when when we were whacking him and then game six obviously happened but now i'm interested to see how how we play him with turtle and, and how nick uses him i feel like that's that's a big point to the game friday and i'm very interested to see that
0: yeah definitely i i think from everything we've seen from nick nurse and how he guards these guys it's going to be the other philadelphia 76ers who are going to have to beat the raptors which i think is what nick nurse wants to do and he he probably feels like the Raptors have a better chance that way, right? Whether it's a playoff series or if it's a one-off in the regular season,
1: um, who I'm knows?
0: We may see Maxi. Tyrese. We may <laughs> see Maxey turn into, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer um, <laughs> overnight again. So. Know,
1: whatever happens with Embiid, I, I I don't think we can beat Philly. Uh, or you know, like we have to shoot better, right? I, I don't think you can beat Philly shooting twenty-four percent from three. No, of course, you, not. you 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 have to. You have to. You can't rely on you know, a a plus 17 fast break difference uh, or a positive rebounding uh, differential, you'll have to play even in all those categories. And then you also have to shoot three. So, you know, the the approach towards Miami versus Cleveland, the the, the way you win these types of games is very, very different, I think. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, Anything else to add, guys, that we want to end it off before we end it here? This was probably one of the fastest 40 minutes I think we've done on this show. I didn't even know, honestly. I would have thought it was 20, but um, anything else you guys want
1: to add? <clears throat> no, I think the Raptors are entertaining to watch again. They're fun to watch again. We went through a, a part of the season where they were kind of torrid uh, and, uh, you know, just – or horrid, I should say, not torrid. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm glad uh, I'm glad uh, the team is gelling and uh, love the portal signing, and uh, I, I love Fred Van Leet's finishing at the rim. I think, I think he's improved there big time. That was to be a big criticism of him, right? Can't finish at the rim. I think he's gotten smarter about that. So yeah, there's a lot to like about how the Raptors are playing, and I'm like super excited about the postseason.
0: Yeah, the next um, four teams, like we've mentioned before, starting on Friday night with Philly, and then on Sunday and Tuesday versus the Hornets, and then next Wednesday and Friday versus the Celtics. Both games in Boston, might I add, and then finishing off the season in Scotiabank Arena versus the Milwaukee Bucks. You would hope right if you guys are if anyone here is an NFL fan i know keon is you would hope the milwaukee bucks just start sitting everybody in that final game um mm-hmm. like like nfl teams do sometimes in in the final week of the season um maybe Giannis gets rest in that game maybe the raptors you know can take advantage we'll see but it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough stretch run for the last 6 6 games of the season like i said 6 games it's going to be tough we'll see um i'm excited before you guys leave us tonight we need you all to subscribe to the Raptors Republic YouTube as well as our podcast channel, The Rapcast. This was the wrap-up, your official Raptors Republic post-game live show where tonight your Raptors defeated the Miami Heat 106-92, bringing the Raptors record to perfectly, uh, to a perfectly even 38 wins and 38 losses on the NBA season. They are now 12-8 and in their last 20 games, 26-14 and at home. Live show produced by Keon Haddad, your co-host. And that was it for myself, Sahal Abdi, and Zarar Siddiqui. We'll see you guys all on Friday night as the Raptors take on the Philadelphia 76ers. And in, yeah, in the,
1: city of,
0: in the city of brotherly love. We'll see you guys hopefully, um, yeah, like I said, Friday night. It's, it's going to be a fun game. Philly games for me are maybe not the most aesthetically pleasing games to watch. It's very physical. Um, I might be there I, on Friday. Okay. It's a little pricey,
2: but we'll see
0: what, well, we'll see what we can do here. Definitely <laughs> not as pricey as Scotiabank Arena games. No. Uh, no. We we loved, we loved having each and every one of you guys spend time with us on this Tuesday night. Enjoy the win. We'll see you guys all next time on uh, Wrap Up Live. Take care.